Hello, friends. Welcome back. We uh, are, are here again with Behind the Red Light. We are. I am Larry. Jim's here, too, to answer all questions that we have concerning the Nevada brothel system. Yeah. How you doing this week? Uh, it's been another week. Can't yeah. complain. Still breathing. Absolutely. You're on the right side of the grass. Yes. That's all that matters. Absolutely. Uh, we... We had to leave off. We our, our episode it was it was so juicy the last episode, if you will. We had to leave more meat on the bone yes. because we were just giving you a a, a, a taste of things to come. Because yes. this is a that was a very very um, interesting episode. Yes. Well, you know when you start discussing what's on the menu, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. be interesting. Now we should say, of course. Put out our little disclaimer that we mm-hmm. do before every episode. Yes. We are not endorsing. No. We are not telling you to. Absolutely we not. We are not suggesting. Not a chance. We are not affiliated. Uh-uh. We are not being sponsored. No, no, no. And this is for entertainment and historical purposes only. You got that right. Our show. Yes. And also, just a, just a message for anybody that will be uh, happen to be in the Dirty Jersey area for, uh, for Exotica this year happening in october uh i will be there uh just walking around as a guest on the floor or whatever you know passing out little little cards with uh, behind the red light on it but if you happen to be a listener and you see me by all means come up say hello i will not be there you will not be there i will not be there. you'll be at home with your beautiful wife yes where you belong yes staying staying away from that debauchery yes Uh, you know well i will dive right into (laughs) it face first if you will we're gonna leave it at that yes i'm sure they're all fine people but there are just conventions i choose not to go to Well, there are toys at this one, too. Just not the kind just we're used the, to when we go to toy shows. No, just not the one. Uh, hopefully, none of them are used. But anyway. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get back into our, our conversation. Now, if you remember from last week's show, we discussed yeah. the appetizers and the ranch specialties. We did. And we were just about to get into the entree. Yes. And now, the the entree is the meat of the matter. Oh, is it ever. <laughs> Well, they definitely focus on the meat of the matter, mm-hmm. if you will. So this is this. Uh, it is what it is. It's the entree. It's a main sex acti- activity, generally leading to the man's climax. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we should reference that we are looking at the chicken ranch menu. Yes, we are. Uh, every every house does have its own menu. Uh, this is the one I happen to have on hand and readily available because it hangs in a little shadow box in my barber shop. Uh, so. Now, for the for the record of those people thinking to themselves, why would you hang this in a barber shop? I have a very very adult male centric barber shop, uh, and there are no photos or anything in this whatsoever that would be disturbing to to young viewers or anything of the sort. Oh no! And as a patron of said barber shop, it is a more of a male centric. It is well, it's completely male, uh, and like, I designed it that way. Uh, a straight male centric. Yes, not to. We have Cigar Saturdays and things of that nature and straight razor shaves. It is a very old school man space. Yes. Beer in the fridge. Yes. Yeah. And it's not trying to discriminate. That's just how it's set up. Well, I just want When I designed the shop, I wanted it to be a... uh, There's there's very few options for men anymore that are just for men. And so I wanted to play. And that's why there's there's no kid prices. There's none of that nonsense. You know, you're coming in there. You're 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 going to be a grown up. Uh, yeah, 
And we've had many grown-up conversations in that space. Absolutely, too. which is when that's another reason why I don't uh, cater to children because I can't guarantee what they're going to hear when <laughs> guys get in the chair. Such as <laughs> yes, straight leg. Yes, we could be talking that's about our, a straight leg. It's our first entry or uh, entry on the entree. Yeah, it's the first entry on the entree. It's yes. the first entree on the entry, so to speak. I don't know where to go from here. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, perhaps we should uh, explain that a straight lay is basically it's conventional sex it's exactly what you would expect that to sound like it is man on top there you go pretty much yeah that that's that's your there it is all right then you have uh your half and half Mm -hmm. and we're we're not referring to creamer for your coffee either yeah no the first time you like you rattled off a list of menu items. Yeah. This popped up yeah. like second or third in your, your your rattling of what a guy will go in there and, and, and ask for. And yeah. ask for. Yeah. And you're like, this one. Yeah. So you're really excited about this one. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you uh, well, tell the audience what a half and half and then a reversed half and half. Well, yeah, they, they are. Um, a half and half is essentially a party that starts with oral sex provided by the lady. Uh, and then ends with sexual intercourse. The reverse half and half is exactly what it sounds like. Starts off with sex, ends with oral. There you go. There you go. That's it. It's that simple. It's that simple. Done, done, and done. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the most common things asked for at a brothel. I've got nothing to say on that. I mean, it just it, is. It just, just is what it is. It, it, it is commonplace. Mm-hmm. Now, you do have a two-girl show mm-hmm. on the entree. I would figure that this would be more of an appetizer. Uh, or well, possibly I think, I think a specialty. Re- I think the reason that it's here is because it's probably, again, when you start talking about things that are very common in a brothel, I think most men have the two-girl fantasy. Yes, I and, can see that. And they, they don't they're not looking for two girls to strip for them. They could see that anywhere. Uh they're looking for two girls to, to pleasure them. And so I think that's why ultimately this ends up on the entree list. It's because that's what it's really meant to describe. Because it really goes from the two girl show to the two girl party. Because there it. is a difference you between got the it. two. Yeah. So instead of just watching, if he wanted to participate, uh, yeah. open you up the it. wallet, couple of a couple of dollars come out of mm-hmm. it. And- because here's the thing. The the, the two-girl show versus the two-girl party, the only difference is whether the guy is participating or he is just a voyeur watching. Da. So that's the that's the distinguishing part between the two of them. And then there's the, uh, I'm guessing this is the vibrator toy show. Yes, where she's essentially using them on herself or whatever. And again, for the voyeur... There's a lot of guys out there that are into that. It's not my thing, but I'm, I mean, whatever, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, I can understand. I guess where where they're coming from, but yeah, I guess it's just a a, a toy session. Yeah. Again, on the entree, very very interesting place for a yeah. toy. Well, for some people, that's all they need. Oh. You know, it's it's they they prefer to watch and they don't want to engage. Um, I don't know how common that is. Uh, I would think it would be a fairly rare thing, but uh, you know, one of the girls, if you're out there listening, perhaps you can cue us in and how how common it is. Um, but I was I would especially think if 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 guys that are um, um, boy, how do I say this delicately, man? I, I I would think that you would find this a lot in guys that maybe have some difficulties. Yeah. 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I won't go into details so, on what those difficulties may or may not be. Maybe a confidence issue or two. Perhaps. It could be some sort of... Um, Physical ailment. Mental. Mental ailment. Uh, whatever, be on some sort of spectrum where, you know, touch is a difficult thing for them. But they can at least get some sort of vicarious enjoyment by watching... Something else. Yeah, there you go. And then you have your fantasy session. Mm-hmm. And it, in short... It says, basically, you can get what you want. Yeah. This this offers the opportunity for the guy to say, like, if the guy says, ooh, fantasy section, and then she says, well, you know, what kind of fantasies do you have? And this offers that open door where it's like, it's okay for you to talk about this here, regardless of how weird it is. Right. You're allowed to talk about this here. You know, it's okay here. And this is where the guys will get into the things that might be on the a la carte list. Or they might be things that the brothel didn't even think about <laughs> are not written anywhere. It's like, how do we charge for that one? Uh, yeah, you know, and that, that and that comes to the girl to decide. Um, you know, for some of the basics, you know, like a bubble bath or a, an S&M party of some kind, most of the houses have a dungeon, you know, of some sort or another. You know, like, so some of the bigger ones, they're ready to accommodate very easily. Sometimes it takes some effort. Uh, I'm sure when the time comes, that, and I, I know the time will come, I'm just not sure when, where we actually have one of the former madams on the show, I'm sure she can tell you about any number of incidents where they had to think quickly on their feet to meet a demand. You know, And sometimes it happens. Well, I'm sure there's, there's some sort of costume involved, role play, something along those a lines. A lot of the girls have a lot of costumes. Uh, or if the house is... There is one house in Nevada that's called the Alien Cat House. And that, you know, so based on the whole sci-fi element alien theme, you can bet that a, I would just bet every girl at that house has a, a Slave Leia costume. Probably. You know, yeah. or, or some of the basics that you would expect from sci-fi that because it's going to get requested all the time there. Well, that's also assuming that those, uh, uh, I mean. Now, I also have a, a friend, uh, a very dear friend of mine, who loves costumes uh, integrated into a party. And so what he will do is he will, you know, find a girl that, that suits the description of the character that he likes. He'll reach out to her by email, find out her sizes and so forth, and he will buy the costume and he will take it with him and then she gets to keep it afterward. So he, he will go that far and there are guys who will do that in order to have that fantasy met because well, you know, I want say, you know, Rogue from the X Men, but they don't, you know, obviously they don't expect that girl to have that, so go they will, they will go get it. So that yes, you got it. Well, there you go. All right, there's your uh, there's your fantasy section. We'll uh, let you figure out what else is running around in your mind. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to the a la carte. Since we mentioned it, since yes. we met a primary sex activity generally leading to a man's climax. Mm-hmm. So this takes place of the entrees in most cases. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's kind of what they're going for. Uh, a body French, which sounds exactly like it sounds. Mm-hmm. And it's where the woman just kisses you all over. Mm-hmm. Uses her mouth all mm-hmm. over you. Yeah. Then there's bondage. Mm-hmm. Something that we... Uh, now, bondage and dominance are separated. Yes, because they're different things. Okay, now, um, these both say that the man is the submissive. Mm-hmm. Uh, dominating woman uh, has sex with him while he is passively restrained. Uh-huh. And then the other one doesn't have any sex listed in it at all. Uh-huh. 
care to the okay give so, us the difference between the two oh boy okay so now we're getting into a very odd crossover area which is the sex industry and the kink industry um now i will not stress to be an expert in all things bdsm i am not by any stretch of the imagination i'm not saying i haven't dabbled i have uh, but this is not my area of expertise per se do you have a workable knowledge yes i have a workable to... knowledge enough that i can explain that for some people in the kink the sex is secondary or not at all relevant to the pleasure that they're experiencing uh, this is especially true in, say, an S&M session where a dom has the sub restrained and they are whipping them or doing whatever. The pleasure is coming from the action, the pain, the release of control, um, th that there's oftentimes not a sexual component to it at all. At all. And that's why S&M clubs can exist everywhere in this country, but a brothel cannot, is because... If they're operating ethically and legally, it means that there's no sex occurring there at all. Not at all. It is it is completely based on the kinks themselves, and that's that. So that's why there's differences, and that's why those things are, are positioned that way, is because there may not be a sexual component at all to any of the kink activities that are out there. And that would include bondage, it would include discipline, it would include S&M, it would include degradation, it would include any of those things that would commonly be associated with that lifestyle that they, they don't necessarily have to have a sexual component at all. Uh, for some, they do. For some, they don't. And, you know, that could also be expanded to include things like age play and re regression play and all these other types of things that go into that that are in the the very deep end of the pool. You know, all that stuff is out there. We will one day get to those topics because, oh, man. Boy, will we. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a couple of things. <laughs> we. Some of them are not as bad as you would think. No. Some of them some of them really, really aren't. Uh, I, I Like, for instance, in the... Uh, in my time discovering what age play was and what it really was, uh, I began to understand that this wasn't the the thing to be feared as much as a lot of normal people would think when they initially hear or see the description. Because the fear that most people have immediately when they hear that is that this is adult people who are into young people. And it is not at all. That is not what it is. So... It's a, um, and, and it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a very important designation because the people that are in that lifestyle are very defensive of children. It is quite the opposite of what most people would think. Then tell so, us what it is. Well, in the case of age play, it is, it is regression play. It is people that like to, um, relive a part of their lifestyle when they were innocent, when they were children. And their pleasures come from just that release of adult life, adulting. Um, it can be things like coloring. They Some of them just collect plushies. Some of them are you know, doing all sorts of things. Some go far enough back that they wear diapers. And the, the dichotomy of the play involved is that there are caregivers then, who are either daddies or mommies, that are taking care of them. And they, are they enjoy the aspect of taking care of somebody. 
and caring for that person. And that's where it that's where it comes. And a lot of times in age play, it's not sexual at all. Much like much like with these anything else I'm saying in the kink industry and those types of the age play type of stuff uh, has has been something in the kink community that was even in even within the kink community was shamed for a long time and is in the last I would say 10 to 15 years is something that's a, a little bit more common a little bit more accepted and that as a result you're starting to see it places like this there you go well, the very next one is a drag party, mm-hmm. where the man dresses up in woman's clothing. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about that. We have touched on that numerous times. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting that, you know, in the a la carte, the, the, the two, I guess, topics that I don't feel really like they could be considered appetizers would be the body French and the hot and cold French, which is mm-hmm. the woman kissing you, and the 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 bondage the dominance and drag that does have a certain amount of kink behind it Mm -hmm. that is very very specific to what that person uses for pleasure yeah because the hot and cold play that you're mentioning you know a lot of times that's described in different menus as being she will put something warm in her mouth and then place that on to his genitals at something cold or vice versa uh, and so temperature play is something that, you know, is part of kink, you know, like, like people that like hot wax, for instance, it's not the wax, it's the heat. Right. You know, so there you go. And I figured that would be in there with bondage. Again, mm-hmm. there's a, always a safety. Yes, element. there's always there. And there's always uh, in kink. There's always a safe word. Always, always, always uh, that if something is going haywire or is getting too intense, the submissive has a way of stopping the session immediately. Once that word is uttered, it stops. The fantasy is over. It's done. That's it. Uh, and that is something, that's a rule you don't, you don't break for any reason. So what, and what we have here, again, it's a place where consenting adults mm-hmm. can go and experience a certain lifestyle without being judged or mortified yes. for it. Well, and and because it's outside of their local area, it's not like going to a dungeon within their local area where, oh my God, I might run into somebody I know. Which I never understood why people were upset about that because if you run into somebody you know at a fetish event, chances are they don't want you discussing the fact that they were there any more than you want them <laughs> discussing you. And you know now, what I mean? And now you have something in common. Right, exactly. But nevertheless, that's that's a you know a part of the, the process that's very scary for people is, oh my goodness, what if my neighbor knows that I did this or whatever? So being you're out in Las Vegas on vacation, you want to experience something new that you fantasized about your whole life, there you go. Or if you want to dabble into it and give it a try, see where that yes, that a little leads dabbling, you. if you will, yes. But again, that only uh, again, consulting adults, consenting adults, consulting yeah, yes, adults. consent uh, something about adults, yes. But anyway, now we get to the desserts. This yes. is you're gonna end your evening. You went, yeah, you, you 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 had your appetizer. You know, you got yourself a specialty, yes, a little entree. Yes. You know, got a little something on the car. Yeah, you know. end with a little bite of something sweet, uh, if you will. something. You know, and you you you've been there for for I don't know eight to ten hours, and you Good are Lord. worn out. Well, you're dead after eight to ten <laughs> hours. I don't know what the. Again, most people don't know how long they would actually. Unless you're my buddy from Chicago, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, creme de menthe French, mm-hmm. which 
Seems like uh, the same thing as the body French and the hot and cold French. Nah, you might want to read that description. Uh, wet mouth and creme de menthe liqueur and okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there you go. That'd uh, give you quite the. Uh, I don't know that I would like that. That might be an extreme sensation that I don't know that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and then there's the frappe French, which mm-hmm. is a uh, lady wets her mouth with cold or icy liquid. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's the shower party, mm-hmm. which is kind of self-explanatory. I've, uh, I've, I've. I've I've had parties where I've started in a shower and ended in a shower, but never that was actually part of the sexual experience, per se. It was more of either a, uh, hey, let's get to know each other's bodies or, hey, let's just clean up afterwards sort of thing. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's more of a sanitary thing. Yeah. I mean, after you, like, oils and, and whatnot. Well, in, in one particular instance, the one at, for the after party, and this menu is old enough that this isn't mentioned, but it has become very, very popular at most brothels, is something called Nuru. And Nuru is a type of massage that comes from uh, the Far East somewhere, where it's a material that is... The best way for me to describe it is slime. It's a slime. It's a very thin, slimy sort of material that's made from, uh, I believe it's a seaweed of some kind or another. And uh, what you what they do is they they either have a special room for it, or the girls that specialize in it will under their normal sheets will have a rubber sheet on their mattress. And what you do is you the girl will come out and it's a, it's a warm liquid and she will douse herself and you in it. And then you sort of slip and slide all over each other and, uh, and, and, you know, end up having sex. And then and I, and I have done this with a girl. And so afterward, then we went into the shower to clean up together. There's videos online. If you choose to find out what this activity, what is. Nuru? Yes. Oh, are, are there really? Yes. I, I did not I, know I, this. I, I would be willing to bet that there is, videos online no 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 no, no. you, you can... said there are videos online yes there are videos uh, online where you can see this so you, you had heard of this beforehand i'm shocked uh, yes yes i have oh, hmm. i was in the army well, okay all right well you know whatever 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 i enjoyed it i will tell you that it was a lot of fun i'm sure you did it was it was a, a beautiful woman uh name who went by the name lady aries uh and uh she was she was quite covered in tattoos and she was a very exciting woman i had a, we had a great time together it was it was a lot of fun i'll, I'll say that but very different experience because it's a it's a completely different feeling because you you're covered in this stuff <laughs> stuff is a good way to put it. you have to be careful though you can slide right off the bed real quick I don't know where they came up with these ideas, folks. Human slip and slide, baby. Yeah, it's, it, humans are interesting, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And then finally, uh, seduction. Mm-hmm. Seduction made the list. A cocktail or two, then to my boudoir, soft music, let me tease and please you. You would think that would be more of like a pre-appetizer. You know, when, when the waiter mm-hmm. or waitress hands you the glass of water yeah. right before they come and get your drink order. Well, it depends on the girl. Um, you know, some girls are pretty, uh, cut and dry in the bar that they're, they're not going to give you a whole lot. Whereas other ladies have, have realized that there are some men that are going to need a primer before they get back to the room. And so those girls will tend to spend a little bit more time with you or whatever. But there are part of that problem is that there are hard, fast rules in a lot of brothels about how the girls are permitted to operate in the bar. And so that can make any type of long experience with the customer difficult, or there are certain things you can't do 
in the bar because it's considered dirty hustling. You're not allowed to get an advantage over another girl by, you know, say, touching him or doing things that you shouldn't be doing in the bar. So that's probably why that made the menu would be my guess. And there you go. And I believe we made it through all the way through the we menu. Did. We are out of menu items. We, you know. Those are all the fun things that you can have. And I'm sure there's there's more that has been added to the historic chicken ranch. They are. Pro- my guess is they're probably still using the same same menu after all these years. I don't know. But it. It's, I know the house has changed hands. It really wouldn't matter. Since I bought that, so you never know. Because you still have you have that fantasy option. And because yeah. you have that fantasy option attached to the menu, it means you can pretty much, for the right negotiated price, mm-hmm. do anything that you wanted to do that wouldn't cause any physical or emotional pain. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm, one of the things you pointed out there that I, I should say is that Again, you know, sometimes when the menus are written versus how things change over time, there are certain girls that will offer uh, services as a submissive in these parties as well. But there is a rule at the houses that there has to be somebody else in the room in order to prevent things from getting out of control. In other words, if that guy isn't listening to what it, what the rules were or what he was permitted to do versus not permitted to do, there's somebody there that can that can assist the girl. Because if she's tied up, what is she going to do? Yeah, they can throw the switch. and Yeah. You know what? That is something that we're going to have to talk about next time. Safety. Safety. Yes. Believe it or not, safety would be a very, very good... Safety uh, first, baby. Good good topic. And you might want to listen to that next week. But before we go, we need to do a little bit of promotion. We do. If you want to... You know what? Why don't you tell them about the Facebook page there, Well, Jim? you know, if you, if you are looking to uh, engage with us a little bit, engage with us you can do so on the the book of faces if you will you can go right there look up behind the red light you will find us by all means like us you can feel free to send us a message if you like ask a question if you are concerned about sending us your name or what have you, that's not a problem because Larry has an alternative way that you can contact us. I do. And if you want to stay as discreet as possible but still want to get your question asked, please send us an email at behindtheredlight702 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Again, that is behindtheredlight702 at gmail.com. In this form, we will be more than happy to read your question on our podcast and leave you out of it. Absolutely. It is the most discreet way you can conference with us. We won't read your email. We won't read your name. We won't tell people where you live, who we'll you are. We'll just say that, hey, we've had a question. This is what it is. And uh, from one of our listeners, boom, and we'll answer the question. And it came off the discreet line. And That's if the right. question's good enough, we might put it on the Facebook page, again, leaving you out of it. So, yes. To summarize, if you want to get on Facebook and talk with uh, Jim, myself, mm-hmm. possibly some talent that we you might have. You never know. How is talent an appropriate uh, uh, designation for for the ladies? For the mean? ladies, working girl, working I girl. Yes, because I don't want to. Inf- uh, I don't want to insult them. Lady, working girl, lady. All of those are acceptable. Okay, and then again, if you want to be a little bit more discreet, where we can. If we don't have a, an answer to your question, we can get you an answer to your question and you don't want anybody to know who you are, hit us up on the email. Absolutely. And that's about all I have for today. Yeah, me too. Nope. From, uh, from Jim, this is Larry. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye. Goodbye.
I, we really need to figure out how to end these, don't mm-hmm. you? Yes. I mean, eventually, we will we will figure it out. But we're not uh, doing well now. No, mm-hmm. today is not the day, and tomorrow's not looking good either. <laughs>